welcome to our world. Welcome to the world of fishing without bait and full impact mindfulness where we challenge you to participate in your life. We challenge you to walk through your life without unreasonable expectations, to have that beginner's mind and be open and aware to everything around you and to be in the present moment, to pay attention on purpose to your life and understand that you're important in this world. Today, as always, I'm with my good friend, co-host and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, quite often when we deal with people, we deal with them and they're dealing with ruminations, they're time traveling and they're living in the past having feelings of guilt and shame absolutely common themes here on fishing without bait uh things that a lot of us deal with in varying levels uh day to day so quite often when people are asked to do an inventory or asked to do some introspection uh review their life quite often what is it about is it about the good things or is it about their mistakes and the things that they need to correct and improve it's always that it's always it's always that dwelling on on the negative Indeed, indeed. And why? And what we do here is help people take another perspective. Quite often, if we want to review the podcast where we did one on which end of the horse are you looking at? It's your perspective. Which end of the horse do you choose to look at? And it's all about choice. However, Mike, it seems that guilt and shame are infused and reinforced throughout our lives, even when we're young. And I'm hoping that I'm not offending anybody when I bring up the Christian concept of original sin. To be fair, we've talked about many concepts from very various religions and spirituality. So keep in mind that we're not here to weigh the pros and cons of any particular faith-based type of activity. However, when we take the perspective that a child is born with something wrong with them, that they need to be absolved of something that they had no participation in, and there's a whole ceremony built around that particular uh, event, it just leads me to wonder where our perspective is. Is a child born with bias? Is a child born with discrimination? Is a child born with hate, Mike? I would think not, because they, they, they haven't had time to form those concepts. No, there's things that are taught. However, when a child is born and we take the perspective, well, the first thing we have to do is absolve them. The first thing we have to do is remove this stain from them. I'm just beginning to wonder about that. So, Mike, there's, and we've reviewed this in the past, that there's two types of guilt. There's guilt when we have done something wrong, when we've legitimately done something wrong by either participation in the act or omission, failing to do something. And then we certainly want to make amends and make those things right. However, quite often that guilt is when we try to live up to the unreasonable expectations of others or the unreasonable expectations of ourselves. How often do you deal with people who spend their life trying to please others or trying to live up to, let's say, their parents' expectations or their partner's expectations? Those are often the kinds of guidelines that that, that shape people's lives. In our society, we've developed that the sense of I is wrong, that it is self-centered, and that it is selfish. However, when we want to do the I statements, and quite often we review the I statements on this program, do we not? Absolutely. The mantra is, and to tell the truth. If you want to review the podcast that we've done on honesty and telling the truth, where we want to make positive statements about ourselves that are true, 
I am. I am a good student. I am a good daughter. I am a good brother. I am a good son. I am a good partner. I am a good employee. I am a good friend. The I statements. So quite often the inventories that people done to review the things that we need improved. Mike, how often do you hear people say to a child, you're bad? Or someone refer to someone else's child as bad? It always bothers me when I see that in public with you know people I don't feel comfortable talking to about the situation because you're you're shaping that child and the child's self-perspective. So again, language means something. Words do mean something. So quite often, is it more purposeful to say to a child, you are bad, you're being bad, or rather you've done something bad? Are we condemning the person or are we are we upset with the action? Are we upset with the behavior? It's the behavior that we have the problem with, not not the child. So the first is a rejection of them. You are bad. That's a rejection of them as a person. The second is more of a teaching moment, okay? A reflection when you say, you have done something bad. You have done something unacceptable. I prefer not to use the word bad. You've done something that's unacceptable. It's such a blanket word. that The issue is it's open for interpretation. Bad is an interpretation. And quite often, what we do in this program is we emphasize the importance of being able to label and describe thoughts and feelings. Bad is an all-encompassing term, is it not? For sure. So, however, Mike, there is a positive side to guilt and shame. And, Mike, that's repentance. Okay? So I'm going to recite a traditional repentance verse from the practices and vows of Samantabhatra Bodhisattva. It's, it's, it's a mantra, and quite often when we do the I statements, and you would perhaps say at the end of the day, for all the evil deeds I have done in the past, created by my body, speech, and mind, from beginning to have less greed, less hatred, and delusion, I now know shame and repent them all. And again, referring back to the 12-step world, steps four through nine are action steps. And a huge part of that is making amends, admitting your part in things that you've done in the past and having every intent to make them right. And keep in mind that it's your intention. What's your intention? Is your intention to make things right? And it really is inconsequential whether that person, place, thing, or situation accepts the amends. One of the concepts of fishing without bait is a lifetime without definitive expectations and fully impacting the moment and being right here and being right now. For some of the things that you've done in the past, Mike, I'm sure that you have many regrets. Oh, absolutely. As most people do. However, Keeping in mind our philosophy and being in the moment, paying attention on purpose, being right here and right now, my question would be to that person, are you that person now? No, because by living through that experience and, and kind of absorbing that, you've kind of reacted and, and you're, you go about things differently. And the thought is, do you want to be that person that did those acts? No. Okay. So it all revolves around being in the moment and time traveling. When you're having those guilt and shame and rumination moments, to ask yourself, am I time traveling? Am I in the past? Where am I at? What time is it? It's right now. Where am I at? I am right here. 
and I am that person or I am not. And this is about what we talked about in the past, Mike. We talk about not finding ourselves. Do you want really want to find that person again, Mike? Or do you want to create yourself? Do you want to create yourself in the moment? It's radical acceptance. It's coming down to choice. And this is our primary focus in helping people understand that they have a choice. The most powerful gift that you have is free will and the power of choice. The most powerful gift you have. You can choose to smother yourself in regret and guilt. Or do you choose the present? Can you choose to be in the present? It's also a matter of internal decisiveness. Just making that move and sticking to it in your head, which is hard. Again, we talk about these choices. We're like, it's just a choice. That is the hardest choice that you're going to make. And indeed, you step back, you observe this situation, and you say, am I that person? However, Mike, if you can answer that question, yes, I am still that person, you can choose to change. You can choose to make that change. Create yourself. When we go back through the podcasts about values, about labels, who am I? Those type of podcasts that we've had in the past, you have the opportunity to create yourself. This is what, this is the excitement and the passion that I bring to my life, that I bring to people, helping them understand that they have the power to change. And the power to change is right now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's right now. It's right now. There's a quote by Paul Bose, B-O-E-S. Forgiveness does not change the past. However, it enlarges the future. It enlarges the future. Forgiveness. Can you forgive yourself? Can you choose to forgive yourself? And remember, you're, you're forgiving that person, not the person you are now. When you have forgiven and put that behind you, that takes away this frame you put on the future. And indeed, we talk often about turning that past into experience and wisdom. Experience and wisdom. When we take the inventories of ourselves today, my suggestion to you is to take the inventory of your strengths, your talents, your abilities. And remember, no one is bad. They make poor choices. Let's remove that word bad from our vocabulary. Can we do that? And as always, our mantra is do a kindness for yourself, do a kindness for another. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.